Good morning. Um, special welcome to my uncle. Come all, all the way from Eretz Yisrael here, just for the share I can see. Um, um, we are on Dafnun Tesfamid Beit. In fact, we're actually on Tamachamidala. We're just finishing off the Tosfos on Nun Tesfamid Beit, just the very last part. Um, we were discussing yesterday the halachos of making Shechionu on uh, buying new uh, new kalim, any new clothes, etc., etc. Um, one of the points we ended off with yesterday is we talked about do you make Shechionu on um, a new car, a new uh, computer, all these sort of things, or is it duck on clothes? So we said from a from a logical point of view, you definitely assume it should be on anything. It says kalim chadoshim which could imply new car, anything like that, anything which gives you excitement, which gives you happiness, you should be able to make Shekhyon. Nonetheless, the minhag seems to be that people do not make it on anything other than clothes, and even, even clothes, um, especially nowadays, seems to be um, subject to one simcha. For some people, it doesn't give them tremendous simcha to buy new clothes. Um, and the reason given for that, or the justification given for that is, because Tosa says in Sukkah, that... Shechionu is only made on something which comes about, comes around with man, with man. Which comes from through the, through the, through the year, um, so on Yom Tovim, etc. So the question was obviously then, so why is it any better on clothes? So we said, well, nonetheless, that's the Minhag, maybe because that's what the Gemara says, it sort of mentions the idea of clothes. So yesterday, I, last night, I was looking around to try and just get to the bottom of this, and what I discovered was that the Kafachayim, who uh, quotes this minhag and uh, who else does Rav Shlomo Zalman and there's one or two and they basically say something to the effect of quoting that option it's a very svara kalusha it's a very weak svara it's a so much so that one would be well advised if they can to try and cover the rocha in some other way for example get a fruit, a fruit that you can make shechionu on so you can cover yourself with a shechionu or if it's hatobah metiv on a car if other people are going to benefit from it Hatev Amitiv, you can cover through benching when you say Hatev Amitiv. Um, so they say that is the, that is the Minhag nonetheless. Um, and that's really it. Even if it's made of, I'm not talking about the car now, but it's made of silver or gold, um, so it's extremely valuable, still nonetheless, there wouldn't necessarily be Shekhyon. Now, Tosus just finished off. We literally got the last few, little, uh, the last few lines here. The, the last Tosus on the Tesoma's base. We were just up to the bit. Rabbi Yaakov b'shem Rabbi Chia Barabo. It's the last two, four, five, five, six lines on the right there. Rabbi Yaakov b'shem Rabbi Chia Barabo Omar. He said, "This is quoted from the Rishalmi." Kano Shechionu. When you make the acquisition, that is the time to make Shechionu. Nitandoi Omar If it's given to you, in other words, as a present, you make Hatev v'hametiv. Lovash begodim. When you wear the clothes. Omer Malbish Arumim. You make the bracha Malbish Arumim. The Torah Ion, the Gemara Shalonu, it's a bit of a problem, says Tosus, because in our Gemara, i.e. the Babli, we only find that when you've got somebody else who is benefiting together with you. You build a new house, you've got a wife and children, so they're also going to benefit from it, so you make Hatsevahamitiv. You uh, buy a new car, theoretically. I don't mean the theoretical part of the car, but theoretically you make Hatsevahamitiv. Because you're not the only one who's going to benefit. Fine. But what does the Rishalmi mean? Because it's given to you, therefore you make Hatsevahamitiv. What's that got to do with it? Fatono, 
You buy it, what's, what's the difference? That's how Tosis ends up. Just sort of going through one point, sort of point by point in this, in this last part of Tosis. First of all, Tosis says, you make Shekhiyana when you buy it. Now, you may well be aware that we don't do that. And the reason is, I mean, the reason why you should make it straight away is because you want to make it when you're feeling that ecstasy, that simcha, which is when you first buy it. By the time goes by, that uh, level of simcha begins to depreciate. Um, but the problem is like this. It's that you can only make that bracha, and I'll currently say this, shaloi kataz, but they say that dafki if you can wear it when you buy it. If it needs adjustments, it needs alterations, it needs to go into the sharpness bureau, or anything like that, then you can't really make it straight away. That seems to be why we don't make it straight away. Um, by the same token, if you build a new house, you move into a new house, Rabbi Kiva says, if you're talking, you can't make the bracha until you put up the mezuzahs, because until you've got mezuzahs there, you can't live there. Um, at least especially, I mean, if you've bought a new house, then it's definitely like that. Uh, especially in Eretz you don't have the 30 days. Um, but even in Chutzor, the 30 days depends on the situation. So, so if you buy cane, if you buy a new uh, utensil, again, we don't really make it on UK. But let's say you bought a new t- utensil, Rabbi Kiva says, until after you've immersed it in the mikvah. Because again, until you've done Tavid on it, you can't use it. Um, that's that point. Next point is, we said that when you put on your new clothes, you make Malbish Um If you haven't made Shekhyonu, that's us, we haven't made Shekhyonu. So Malbish comes first, and then Shekhyonu. Um, now, nowadays, again, we're not, we, d- we do not make this bracha when we put on new clothes. We don't make Malbish But, and the reason seems to be because some suggest that Malbish is only on clothes which literally cover up one's nakedness. Now, we don't make Malbish on, uh, on our underwear, so therefore it's not really shy to make Malbish But nonetheless, it's, a person will be, would be well advised to cover themselves with the broth of Malbish we make in the morning. Through that, you can get around the, the issue. So when you make Malbish in the morning, you put on your, your new suit, whatever it is then, you say Malbish anyway, and then you can make Shafi on. Same thing if you've got a new hat, you want to make a new broth on your new hat, when you say Ote Yisrael B'Sephora, apparently a new belt, I don't know how fossil a new belt is, but Ote Yisrael B'Kvura, you can do this all with the, with the morning brachas. But the final point Tosis ended up with was that we've got a, a little bit of a problem. Our Gemara doesn't say anything about how Tovah native unless somebody else is benefiting. Well, that's not what the Yerushalmi seems to say. Where is the benefit? If I give somebody a Masana, why should you make Tovah native? Who else is benefiting? Do you know what the Rosh says? The Rosh says something quite, quite uh, fascinating. He says like this. He says, if I'm giving you a matana, there's one of two possibilities. Either because you're quite poor, so in which case, I've been the kind of mitzvah. Now, for you it's good because you need that, you need that matana. For me it's good because I've been the kind of mitzvah and I'm, sa- it's, it's, uh, I'm giving thanks to our Kodesh Baruch he gave me the money to be able to do that mitzvah. I'm rich enough to be able to give that stuff. This is what the Rosh says. And if you're a rich man, okay, then the reason why it's good for me, why is it good for me to be able to give you a Martona? The answer is because, look, I can say to everyone, look, don't say quite, quite in a, a, a sort of an Arab, I can't get the word out. That's the word I wanted, yes. Um, that he's quite a, he's quite such a man. And uh, look, he accepted my Martona. It must be he's much of me. He considers me important enough to accept my Martona. So again, it's quite, an, quite a benefit for me. That's what the Rosh says, and that's what's passed in the Shulchan Aruch. So, therefore, the Makabel, the one who receives the Martona, can make Hatsay Now, 
And it says there, Dafka, if it's Kalim, things which you can use straight away, if it's money, then it's quite embarrassing for the Oni. It's even more embarrassing, I should say, than if you give him just summer presents. And therefore, he says you don't make the bracha in that case. Nonetheless, um, there are Akharonim who argue on this, and they say you can't make a bracha on that. Besides anything else, then why is it Dafka in the Kabul? If it's good for both of us, I should also be able to make the bracha. So they say, you can't make such a bracha. It's only, we only make these brachas, as we've discussed in the past, on what we call Hanor Gashmas. It's got to be physical Hanor, not this spiritual thing that I've gained brownie points up in, in uh, Shomai. We don't make the, I mean, it's very nice, of course it is, but we don't make the brachas on that. Um, and therefore the Mishnah Burra says, in that case, although there are those who pass in that with the Shulchan you can make Hatev Amitiv, better to make Shekhiyon. Okay, better to make Shekhiyonu. Um, because, as far as they're concerned, besides anything else, the, the Babi argues with the Rishami, as you can see from Tosfus, um, the Gon writes like this. It's Mukhaq from many Rishonim like this. Um, remember the Ram, the Ram on the list, they bring this to Rishami. And he says, look, Shekhiyonu sort of includes Hatsev um, Amitiv anyway, or it's included in Hatsev Amitiv. It's a bit like Shahatol, as we've discussed. Um, and especially as, although we don't pass it like this, Many hold that even if you make out of Amitiv, you should be making Shekhiyonu anyway. So, either way, he says, make Shekhiyonu. The one exception is like this. The one exception is, and it's for a different reason, is, you know in these, like, uh, orphanages and things like that, uh, where they give out clothes, maybe once a year, they give out clothes to, um, to you know, like, Boys Town, these, these sort of places, where they, they give out, uh, to, you know, wonderful thing at Yomsa time, they give out new shoes, new clothes to all these, uh, all these orphans. So there, the orphans can make Hatev Amitiv, because it's like, as we discussed, when a person gets to Yerusha, he gets an inheritance, he can make Hatev Amitiv. Why? Because he's, he's not the only one who's benefited from this. There's all the, the brothers, whoever, whoever else has uh, benefited from the Yerusha. So to here, he's, we haven't got one orphan here. So there, the Mishra Burr says, it's possible, of course, they can make Hatev Amitiv, because they are, each one is benefiting along with the others. Um, just one or two final, final, final alokas and then we'll move on. And that is, if you are buying, let's say, okay, it's the opposite time, you're buying um, clothes or whatever, because nowadays, as we said, generally we do it on clothes, but if you're buying things which not only you are going to benefit from, but others will also benefit, and others your family will also benefit, so then you can make out of our But if you're buying new clothes for yourself, and new clothes, or whatever it is, for the rest of your family, then he can make Shekh, the Balabayit, he can make Shekh Yonah for himself, because he's the only one benefiting from his clothes. Um, but as for the rest of the clothes, they can make, um, well, he can make Hatev Amitiv, because it's also good for him. Because it uh, doesn't look very good for him if his family, if he's walking around in nice new clothes, the rest of his family are walking around in rags, it doesn't look too good for him. So therefore, he can make Shekh Yonah for his own clothes, because he's benefiting personally from that. And I'll say on the clothes of his family. That is when it comes to his family. If anyone is, uh, actually has servants or maid servants, uh, then Mr. Burrow says you don't do it in that case because uh, you actually, there, it's, uh, you're basically you're paying off their, their wages with, with the clothes. The kits you don't make in that case, but I think nowadays generally we don't have such a thing. So uh, that sort of brings us to the end of the halachas of Shekhiyonu and Asibamitis. Now the Gemara, we're on Samar Komadalam. We are... Um, two lines down into the very wide line, um, where it says that, in fact, sorry, no, we're not, we're up to the first very wide line. Beginning of a line, we said in the Mishnah 
that on, we've said so far that if you hear good news, then you make Hatsu Mahamitis. That is obviously as long as the good news affects other people. Um, one example we spoke about is Hatsu Mahamitis when there's rainfall. When there's rainfall, the various prophets, you make Hatsu Mahamitis if you own land. We spoke about er- especially in Eretz soil because it's uh, much drier there, and therefore when the first rainfall comes to the year, maybe you can make the bracha then. So on good news, you make Hatsu Mahamitis if others are showing that good news. If not, it's Shekhyon. If it was bad news, then one makes Baruch Dynamis. And then Mr. Burrow, by the way, he adds one stipulation. Obviously, it's got to be a reliable source. If you hear some good or, or bad news and it's not a reliable source, don't make the Baruch until you've checked out the information. Then the Mishnah says, and this is where we're taking up now. We've said, we said in the Mishnah, that if you've got what we call Haram al Asoba, you've got bad news, which ultimately is going to lead to something good. Nonetheless, you make the bracha for the here and now. As the Ramam says, we don't know what's going to be in the future. You know, just on last Shabbos, we, uh, when we spoke about the, the uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't in the, the bracha shir, but about me- the, the, sort of the, the medical shir, so we quoted the, the Radvaz. The Radvaz had a shayla, I think this brings out the, 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 the idea in the most beautiful way. The Radvaz had a shayla, there was somebody who was in prison. And uh, he was granted one day in the year he was allowed he was allowed out. So the Rob was, was, uh, was trying to work out what day would be best. Maybe Purim. It's quite a happy day. You've got lots of mitzvahs. Maybe Yom Kippur. It's a very holy day. Maybe Rosh Hashanah. What's the best day? The Shadi came to the Radvaz and the Radvaz says the Rob's got it all wrong. The Radvaz says you've got a chance to put on spinning today. If you come out, come out today. What's going to be tomorrow? You don't know about that. You need that to God. You worry about the here and now. That's what the Ram is saying here as well. That's why our mission is saying it. We don't know what's going to be tomorrow. Right now, I know there's either something bad or there's something good in front of me. We make the appropriate bracha. So the Gemara now is going to work out what exactly is the, what sort of situation are we talking about. So here we go. Mavori So we ask, what is the case? What is the case of something bad which is going to turn into something good? And therefore I'm going to make for the hero now, Borak Dainana. What's the case? So the Gemara can go, for example, the shock al that a great sort of flood floods his field. Right? The river overflows and it floods his field. Amalgab the Tabal he did today, even though ultimately it's going to be very good for him, the mascot are or serotonin, because the land is now going to build up. Serotonin is like a whole load of wet mud, basically. Um, and what it's going to do is it's going to fertilize the field. You've got all this fertilizer and everything which has been washed in to get into the field with it. The shivcha, and it's going to actually improve the field. Ultimately it will, but right now, hushed on but now for the time being, rahi, it's bad. This year, you're not going to have any produce. And therefore, for right, for here and now, it's bad, and therefore one makes for Fine. Next case, we said for the good, which will turn into something bad, he makes the brach of the here and now. says can you give me an example of that? Says the Gemara, yeah. If you go, for example, the Ashkaf Metzia, that he finds, he finds something in the, in the street, finds a Metzia, he ni- finds a nice, nice uh, wad of built, a nice uh, amount of money. Other God, even though the Rahi did he day, he knows ultimately it's going to lead to, to harm him. The Shama Bor Malka, because he knows if the king hears about this, shocking at Lamine, the king is going to take it from him and probably punish it for him for not handing it in to the king. But for the time being, he's enjoying his windfall. 
So hashtami or tzayvai. So for the ne- for the time being, it's something good, and therefore you make the appropriate brosa. And the truth is, the the Benish Chai says, he says that it's actually you see it in the words. There's a, a slight allusion to this. He says if you take the words, I'll take the one which is clearer first. He says tovo, tovo. If you sort of lead it on to the next stage, in other words, test, what comes after test is yours. Vol is Zayin. Veit is Gimel. He is Vol. Okay, so you're now left with the letters. Yud, Gimel, uh, Yud, Zayin, Gimel, Vol. Rearrange the letters and you get the word Gozi. Do you know what Gozi means? Gozi comes to, means cut down. I'm stuck in, in, in which is a, It means to cut down. So from Tova, you come to be cut down. So in other words, the Tova can lead to something bad. Now the other one is more, he says, uh, it's more, I would say, playing with numbers, but he doesn't know that, I'll just tell you what he says. The word ro'o, resh becomes shin, ayin becomes te, and he becomes vol. The word shofu. Um, which, that happens, I do believe the word shofu, tamita in Aramaic, comes from being good. But he says it's the same dimension as the word yeshula. Yeshula is from the expression of sholi, to be complete. So he says from each of those words you, you can come to this, this situation. He says that Arizal says it's a possible. We say, For the following, every chosid will done to you. What's that? Le'is metzoi. You have this possible idea. Metzoi means something good. Metzoi, though, is in the present tense. It's not motza. Motza means in the past. Yimza means he will find. Metzoi means in the present, ongoing. In other words, I'm doubling for Sahira now, something good now. I'm not bothered what's going to be in the future. But he says, Lesheitef Mayim Rabim, but for like a flooding water, again, that's in the present tense. For the flooding water, Lo Yagiu, he's not interested in that. Again, I don't care if in the future it's going to make something good, I'm interested in the here and now. That's what the, 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 the Arizal says. Fine, that's the end of that bit. Next case, we had in the Mishnah was, we said that a person, if he doesn't on something which is in the past, which can't be affected, is called a tefillah shot. And as we said from the God, it's not a waste of time, because Hashem can perform miracles and alter, alter even the past. But, it's a tefillah shot, because you're asking for something which, you're asking, you can't daven for anything, you can't daven for miracles, generally speaking. Now, the Mishnah gave two examples. Before we go into the Gemara, the Mishnah gave two examples. Um, the first one was the case of a man whose wife is pregnant. So he doesn't, please Hashem, make it a male. So the Mishnah is a bit late, she's already pregnant. So it's either male or female. That was one case. The other case was a person coming along the road and he's coming back to the city, he's coming home, and he hears there's a big cry in the city. And he says, please, God, make sure this is not in my house. Well, either it is or it isn't. So just before we go into the Gemara, the Ben Yehoyah says, why do you both cases? Just as an aside, he says like this, because he says, in the first case, i.e. the case of the, of the woman who's pregnant, the tefillah was, Yehiratsin shetenet ishti zahar. So you may say, look, that's not such a tefillah shot. Who says it's going on this pregnancy? Maybe he means to say that I should be married in the future a a zahar, a, a, a male. And I always, I always remember that uh, there was, here there was somebody was collecting. Somebody collected uh, a certain time. coming around in yeshiva, I think, for, for boys who sort of need a, a, a little bit of guidance, so to speak. And um, 
and he, he was very, so to speak, proud of these, he didn't uh, take, sort of make light of the fact that he was a crow. And he said, he said, you know, any, people give, give, him, give him a donation, or give them a broth, he says, my broth has always, always come true, so to speak. So, I remember there was, there was, there, was, there were two of us there, somebody was trying to, to get me in as well, and the kids that he'd had, I think he'd had uh, ten children, I think, I think they were all girls. He was desperate for a boy. And anyway, he asked, he asked for a broch, but his wife was already pregnant, so he was this sort of situation. Um, anyway, so, I think, or was it with him, or was it, I can't, I can't remember, the kids, sir, he gave a broch, and he gave a broch to his wife, and he said, hey, wait a second, you didn't tell me, I think that he sort of worked out something, he said, he didn't tell me that your wife's already pregnant, he says, well, that's a bit late, you know, this tomorrow, he says, mm, no, that's okay for the next one. Right, you know, like this, that, that's, that's what the baby yodel says, you may say, that this is, it's not a tefillah shol, because, okay, so for this, it's not such a terrible tefillah. That's the chiddush of that case. No, it's a tefillah shol. We all know you mean for this pregnancy. This is a tefillah shol. It's too late. Fine. What's the chiddush of the other case? The other case is you're coming along the road. And what do I say? Yerotah may, may be the will of Hashem that, um, what, I think, what was the expression he uses? Yerotah and Shalotah hate the I think that was the expression. May be the, may, may be the will of Hashem that, should I say the surface? It shouldn't be in my house. I haven't said that, that that cry shouldn't be in my house. So you could say that I'm not. Re- I don't really mean that. If it's not really a tefillah shol, it could be interpreted more than one way. You say no, that is a tefillah shol because we all know what you mean by that. Therefore, we all know you mean that, that cry shouldn't be in your house. Too late, and therefore it's tefillah shol. Fine. That's why both cases are brought to the mission. They've each got their slight tefillah. Says the Gemara, the Alatov of the Chudu. Sorry, now I've gone backwards. So his wife was pregnant. He says, Maybe the will of Hashem that my wife should give birth to a son. How do you do it to two days? Ask the Gemara of the Lord, What mercy governing is, it doesn't work in this case. Most of Rabbi Yitzhak, to Rabbi Yitzhak, asked, we've got, we know, it says that afterwards, Leah gave birth to a daughter. She's had six sons already. This is the this is the, uh, the first daughter, and she called her name Dino. My va'achar, after what? What's the mean va'achar? After what? The word va'achar, after what? And more, moreover, what exactly is the way the Ghana explains the, the second sort of the, the question of the Gemara is, and why did she call her name Dino? You go through all the sons, all the Shvatim, it gives you a reason. Why Ruobe? Why Shemaga? Dino, it doesn't give you a reason. So, the Gemara answers, Omar Rav, says Rav, After Leah, she made literally a din, she judged a din on herself. That's the expression Dino, from din. For Omar, and she said the following, that's therefore this is the reason, and this is the Achar, after she judged the din. What's that? And she said, look, you say Shavatim, Asitim, Nazis, Miyakos. I know, it is that this is through Nebuah, because she's not listed as one of the the uh, prophetesses, but there was some sort of level of Rachakelis stroke, stroke prophecy. She said, I know that there are going to be 12 tribes which come, are going to come forth from Yaakov. Shisha Yatsu Umimani, I've already merited six of them. The Arbaam in Ashmochis, and four have come forth from the two maidservants. Hari Asar, that makes ten. If there's Zakhar, now I'm pregnant again. I know if this is a male, if this is going to be a son, 
that my sister Rochel is not even going to be like one of the maidservants. She's going to have a maximum of one, one child. So Miyav straight away, that child changed from being a male to being a female. Shanem, as it says, Batikra Eshemoth, Dino. And she called her name Dino. That's the expression of this. Fine. So the Gemara is asking, the kids that we're seeing here, that don't tell me, don't tell me that once a woman is pregnant, it can't change. It can? The truth is that the, although it's clear that's not the way the Gemara is learning over here, the Tanchoma, the Marashal brings, the Tanchoma learns it slightly differently. It says, the Achar is because the word, it should say Ba'acheret. The Ba'acheret is Lashem Mekeva. Ba'acheret implies that she had a male. Yet we know she gave birth to a daughter. So that's how the Tanchoma does it. And it says there's a remnant there because if you look at Yosef, Yosef is the one she should have given birth to because Yosef was the first son of Rachel. It says, Yosef Hashem li bein, what's the next word? Bein, Acher. Hashem, there's the expression Acher again. There's the, the remnant, if you want, that the, 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 the child that Leah should have given birth to was Yosef. Just because she realized Rachel would have, would be equal to even one of the Shvachos, therefore she davened and she gave birth to Dina and Rachel gave birth to Leah. Fine. So that's the Gemara. Well, Ein Maskirin Masinitim. You can't bring any riots. Don't bring me miraculous uh, instances. This is a miracle. But we, as we said, we don't govern for miracles. We're not Leo, we're not one of the Amoites, we're not one of the Ovids, we don't govern for miracles. The um, is Amor, or you can answer, my sister Leo, the Sechar boy of Yonabo. That the story with Leo was within 40 days. Now we'll come to that in a second, what's the significance within 40 days in a second. But I'll just tell you that, I'll put it, put it, put it, put it this, this way around. The, Gemara in, in, um, the Gemara in Nidda says, whatever this means, that if, if the man is Mazriya Chassidah, the Gemara, I think, is going to bring it in a second. So you know what, in fact, let's, let's continue on a little bit first, and then, then I'll come back to it. Kiddetanya. So the second answer is, this was within 40 days of conception. Kiddetanya, as we learned in the Brighter, Shalosha Yom Marishonim, for the first three days, I mean, I don't know how the man can know, but theoretically, I suppose three days after potentially his wife could have conceived, Yevakish Odom Rachamim, a person should daven, Shalom Yasriya, that the Zera should not basically uh, become ineffective. No, it should fertilize. Mishalosh of Adar after three days, either it's fertilized or not. So after three days, until 40 days, Yevakish Rachamim Sheyehezofa. He can still govern that it should be a male. How this fits with modern day, uh, what, what they believe in terms of, you know, the chromosomes, etc., I don't know. But this is what Chazal tell us. We've got every right until 40 days to govern one way or the other. From 40 days until 3 months, he should seek mercy, should govern, that the fetus should not become what's called a sandal. Now, a sandal is basically, once dominating, his wife shouldn't become, again, in modern day terms, I don't know if this is possible, I don't believe it is, but we daven that, she shouldn't become pregnant a second time. Because if she does, then that child, that fetus will get squashed, and will become what's called, it will become like a certain fish called a sandal. 
its, its features will become squashed. Okay, so that's, that's what we're, that's apparently what we are dominant for. Then, Mishlosha Chadoshim Vachishah, for three months until six months pregnancy, Yivakish Rachamimi Shadavan Shadayeh Nefel, it shouldn't be a, um, it shouldn't be a miscarriage. Mishishah Vachishah, from six until nine months, Yivakish Rachamim Shayet Tibishalim, Yishadavan, that the pregnancy should follow through peacefully and, uh, healthy, in, in a healthy state, all the way through. So, as upon him, what we see is, in the first 40 days, he can daven. So, it could be in the case of Leah, he can daven the first 40 days. By the way, you'll have noticed that there are five stages to daven there. First three days, then until 40 days, until three months, until six months, until nine months. The, the Benish Chai says, that's why the Ish is five more than the Isha. Isha has a Hay, he has a Yud. It's five extra. Because he's got to daven five, five sort of spillers for the, for the woman. He says, in fact, there's actually a, a remedy to it, a post in Mishle. It says, Simcha le'ish b'mane fib. Simcha le'ish. Simcha is the same osir, same letters as the word chamisha. The man has five up on the woman. Le'mane fib, to daven. Le'mane fib means to speak with the mouth. To daven for the woman. He says, there's a remedy for it. Finally, he has to daven these five things for, for his wife. So, ask the Gemara. Will davening work? The Omar Rabbi Yitzchok Bereid Rabami, but surely Rabbi Yitzchok Bereid Rabami, he says, Ishma Zriyasukhed, or maybe this, as I said, this goes into what they would claim today is the, in the biological sense. But if the man, he is Mazriyasukhed, literally he gives forth the, I suppose, the Zera first, then you let us in the cable. His wife, and then she gives out, I suppose, her, her egg, then the child will be in the cable, will be a daughter. But if the woman is gives forth first, then you let us zoch, it will be a male. Shenem, as he says, If the woman is mazriya first, then we all zoch. That's why we're extrapolating this. Then she will give birth to a male. So, in which case, this has happened before the 40, I mean, before the 40 days even start to click, uh, ticking down. So, what's going on over here? So, answer to the Gemara, what are we dealing with here? What happens if they both were Mazriya at exactly the same moment? So then, it could go either way. Then you've got 40 days. Now this is quite amazing, because that means I'm doubling for something which I think prob- sort of the probability is not, statistically, is not that high. I'm doubling, it should be a Zohar, it should be a Nekevah, on the off chance that maybe, maybe, the man and the wife were Mazri at the same time. Because if not, then there's nothing you can change even within the first 40 days. That's what the Gemara is saying. Then. So the Pashtas is, therefore, Leos, that's what happened with Leos. It was, she was Mazri at the same time, that's the way, uh, as Yaakov, and therefore it could have gone either way. And she doubled, she doubled that it should go sort of towards being a female. But the the Marashah is somewhat bothered because I think the Gemara in Nidor dashes this idea that the women, the, the daughters are called after the man because it says, it says, the eighth Dino Vita, I think it says, and Dino his daughter, Yaakov's daughter. The sons are mentioned after the mothers, his mentioned after the father. He says, well, the man, on this sort of Gemara, he says, but wait a second, but the way, I mean, the way the Marashah understands it is that Yaakov was supposed to be a male, meaning Yaakov Sorry, in fact, sorry, uh, yeah, Yaakov was Maz... No. 
So it's his, yeah? It's, 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 so it's his daughter. So really, if it was supposed to be a male, if it was supposed to be a, 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 a son, that means that Leil was Mazra's Tzachilah. So I'll tell you, the truth is, there is a Yerushalayim and Ezeel. He can quote from the Yerushalayim and Ezeel, but there's a Yerushalayim and Ezeel in that parasha. Take a look there. You know what the Yerushalayim and Ezeel says? It says more than you see in this Gemara. It says, you know what happened? Leil was pregnant with Yosef. Leil was pregnant with Yosef. Rochel was actually pregnant at this time with Dino. And, Yaakov, um, Leil realized that if she were to give birth to Yosef, that would be it. Rochel would never be equal to even one of the Shvatis. Therefore, she doesn't. You know what happened? There was a switch. And the two fetuses got switched around. Leo's fetus went into Rochel, and Rochel's fetus went into, into Leo. And in fact, apparently, I don't know, you can look out for it on Rosh Hashanah, apparently it's in one of the Piyotim, the, the Marashal said, I haven't checked it out that we said, but I'm assuming we do. There's actually one of the Piyotim, we say, Ubar Lehomer, or Lehomer, Bebethen Achos, a fetus to be switched around into the womb of the sister, Siluf Dino Biyahesi, a switch of Dino for Yosef. In the, take, a, take a look for that. But, um, could be one, it could be one of the ones we don't say, I don't know. But, um, Oh, 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 very good. I was coming to that. So this is one of the, what, this is one of the proofs they want to bring. They want to try and prove this, you know, when it comes to surrogacy, there's the shider, one of these medical shiders. Who is the mother? The biological mother or the surrogate mother? Who's the true mother? And they want to say from here, you can see that it's the surrogate mother. Because who was Yosef's mother? Rochel. But who conceived Rochel? Uh, who conceived, not Rochel, Yosef? Whose egg was it? It was Leo. You see, very good. You see, but the truth is, it's not a riot for more than one reason. Number one, because as we said, you can't you can't bring rise from this in. The other thing is, generally we say, look, in ledayim elot masha in The Torah goes by what we see, not by the esoteric and uh, looking under the microscope. When you eat your food, you check your letters. You check there's no there's no uh, no uh, flies on there. You're not to worry about tiny microscopic mites which you couldn't see unless they were under, you know, in your drink. It could be in the water there are, and we know there are, there's these bacteria and all. You're not to worry about You go by what you can see. Now, if the Medish, if the Yerushalmenizir wouldn't have told us this, what would you have said? Rochel's pregnant? Leo's pregnant. Rochel gives birth to Yeti, Leo gives birth to, to Dino. That's it! So therefore, as far as we are concerned, forget Medrashim and things, you don't know any, anything better. As far as you're concerned, Rochel was the biological and the mother who gave birth to Yosef, Leol was the biological and the, if you want, surrogate mother, if you, whatever, whatever you want to call it, of Dina. So that's it. But you can't prove to me from, from there to a case where I know, the doctors know that they took from one woman and put into another woman, we know what happened to it. You can't prove to me which one's the mother there. Again, you can't, in this case, you go by what you can see. Forget your medrashim and what Chazal tell us. You don't know any of the better. As we say, in Lonu Asex Benistar, we don't look at, into these secrets. Here, however, in the case of Tarevati we're talking about, the modern day Shida, we know what happened. And therefore, when we know what happens, suddenly the Shida now opens up. 
Now, it opens up into a much bigger shadow, which is not for the, for the, it's beyond the scope of this year. Who is the true mother is a very, very good question. Okay? But not for now. So, continue, says the Gemara, let's continue on now. A person is coming along the road. Okay, next case. This is the case, a person is coming along the road, and he says that he hears a cry in the city, and he says, oh, please, God, make sure this is not in my house. He said, that's a tefillah shov. Tanner Abon has been taught in a brighter. And we've got, I'm going to go through this tomorrow, and as I go, I'll point out various problems. Then we'll try to give one Mahalik to try and answer it. Tanner Abon, it's been taught in a brighter. My serpent, Hillel Azokin, there was a story with Hillel Azokin. Now, we know one thing we know about Hillel, by the way, was he was a very, very humble person. We know this from Gemara and Shabbos. He was a very humble person. So, bearing that in mind, look at what he says now. My serpent, Hillel Azokin, there's a story with Hillel Azokin. So, your there, he was coming along the road. The Shoma calls to Bokhaboyer. And he hears a cry in the city. Omar, he says, Muftad Ani, I am absolutely 100% confident. This cry is not coming from my house. The Allah of of Omer, about him, the Possible says, From a bad piece of news, he's not afraid. His heart is assured, trusting in Hashem. Now, coming from the great Onov, that's quite a bold statement to make. Uh, don't worry, this is, Hashem would do anything to me like this. Now, you can't even say that he was saying, I'm assured that the cry won't come. Because he says, the post-quotes the post-quotes, that means that he's saying, I'm assured, I'm so confident that no trouble has befallen my house. So, what happened to the great honour? That's question number one. Um, yeah, question number two is, we quote this classic about Bittachin in Hashem. What has it got to do with Bittachin? As the God asks, you've seen many Tzadikim who never have had trouble. What's it got to do with what? If it's a Tzadik, Hashem doesn't, doesn't put any stories on that. Have we forgotten about the concept of Yisur and Shalava? Sometimes Hashem punishes his Tzadikim for their own good, out of love. What's, what's going on over there? Fine, let's continue on. Yeah. So says the Gemara, Omar Rava says Rava, Whichever way you darshan this Midrash, you can darshan it forwards or Midrash. You can darshan it backwards. Midrash, you can darshan it forwards, meaning from a bad piece of news he will not be afraid. Mata says the Possum, why not? What's the reason? Because because basically he's got bit off in Hashem. So therefore he's not going to be nervous of a bad piece of news. That's to be darshan it forward. They say federation midrash, you can also darshan it backwards. Basically he's got bit off in Hashem. That's the last part of the pastor. So therefore, Therefore from a bad piece of news, he will not be afraid. What's the difference between the two ways of expanding the pastor? <coughs> So Rashi says, there isn't any. That's exactly what Rav is saying. Whichever way you go, it's going to come out with the same idea. The, Ma- the Rashi says he doesn't like that. And especially, I, w- I would add to that, why is it in the first way, when we darshan it forward, we add in the words, my time, what's the reason? The second, we didn't say that the second time, is if to say, um, 
we didn't sort of add in any words of explanation. I said you can't say my time or, but there's no added words of explanation. So I suppose you, you could get out of that, but what's the Gemara want with my time? Why in the first three rounds did they have to add the words my time? What does the Gemara want with that? Just bear that question in mind. So I'll just tell you, just very, uh, in short, the, the, the writer says, you know, the Rashford quote, the writer says, you know what the difference is? If you dash it forward, it means it's, it's a promise, it's our tofa. He's not afraid. Why not? Because he knows there's a hatsafa, there's a guarantee. If you have the hatsafa in Hashem, there's nothing to worry about. The second way of, of if you dash it backwards, it's not a hatsafa. It's saying, have the hatsafa in Hashem, okay? And if you have the hatsafa in Hashem, um, the result will be, it's not a hatsafa. Yeah? What does it say? Nothing live or bottle up Hashem. He has the hatsafa in Hashem that he has nothing to fear. That is the betoffer. He says that's shut with, with Hillel. So fine, we'll leave that question open for, for our purposes. What is the difference between the first way and the second way of darshaning that posse? Continues on the Gemara further. How would tell me that there was this Talmud? He was walking after Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi in the market of Sia. Chazi is the Kamachit. Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yehi saw that he was trembling. Amalei said to him, "Chatoat, you're a sinner." The Chassid is right. Pochadu b'tziyad, they tremble in tziyad. Chatoim, sinners. So Amalei said to him, "Behakti b'shuli writes in the Bosvik Ashrei Adam Mefachei Tomis. Happy is the man who is always trembling. So it's a good thing to be scared." Why are you calling me a sinner? So Amalisi said to him, Ahu b'divrei Torah says. That Potuk is talking about one exceptional case. That is, with divrei Torah. When it comes to learning, you've got to be scared that maybe you're going to forget it. And because that's quite a good thing to be, to be scared of, because then as Rashi says, you'll continually, you'll continuously be doing Chazor. Right? Again, that obviously we have to understand, why did he call him a sinner? I mean, yes, the Potuk says Chazorim. What, what does that mean? A sinner, what, what, what? But the question will become even more as we, as, as we go on. Yehuda Baranosa, the next case was, the final case was, there was something called Yehuda Baranosa. He was walking behind Rav Habnuna. Isnach, he let out a groan. So Amalisi said to him, that, no, this man didn't call him a sinner, why not? So something, because he wasn't a Talmud, he was a big Talmud office, you can't say to him, it's a big Talmud office, you're a sinner. So he said something different, he said to him, Yisurim boy Yahu Gabra, they say Yahu that person I was talking to here, you want to bring suffering upon yourself? The Chsiba derived from the Postos, Ki Fachad Pochadati, but I had a Pachad basically, Vayesoyeni, and it came upon me, Vayashayogoti Yavodi. And that which I was afraid of, it came upon me. My worst fears came true. So the Gemara asks, well, Chsiba surely writes, Ashayodim Afachi Thomas, same question, it's good to be afraid. And we answer who the Devetorius is. That's talking about Devetorius. So again, we have to understand what's the difference between these two cases. So let, let me begin by telling you the Maharal says, he says you have to understand a chet, a sin or a sinner, is somebody who is not complete. That's what the word chet means. Chet means if you sin, you're not complete. You lose your shalom. If somebody's not complete, then yes, they've got what to be afraid of. If you're complete, if you're an odd you've got nothing to be afraid of. I mean, if you think about it, somebody who's the strongest guy in the world, he's not afraid, because he's got the strength. Somebody who's a weakling, he's lacking strength, that's why he's afraid, because if somebody stronger comes along and challenges him, he's got what to be afraid of. 
So if you're the Odom Ashtonim, you've got nothing to be afraid of. So it says the Maharal, end of, sort of the end of the Maharal, we'll go with a slightly different Mahalik in a second, but the Maharal says, the one exception is Torah. Torah is something which is not in your control, because the Gemara says, we all, don't we all know this uh, too well, that Torah is very hard to attain. You've got to work hard at it to really understand it. And then once you've understood it, it's very hard to retain. It's very easy to forget. So we can, sadly, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it's, uh, it's, it's a fact of life, and therefore it's something we have. So therefore, that is something which, naturally, we don't really, we are, we do have a chesor, and therefore over there, we are not shodim in Torah, and therefore we have to be afraid of that. Fine? Okay. But, as I just take that a little further, we know that, I don't mean to sound too philosophical here, but there's two things. There's something called a sibo and a masobo, a masobo. The sibo is the cause, masobo is the effect. Everything has a cause and effect. Now, normally, in the normal run of uh, the world, you see the effect, and you have to then work, work out, in other words, you see somebody's ill. So the doctor looks at him and he says, mm, what's, the, what's the cause of this? He has to examine the person, examine the, the, the symptoms, etc., etc., and then he extrapolates that to work out what is the cause. You occasionally will get uh, uh, the other way around. You'll see the cause before you see the effect. If you see there's a massive fire which the, uh, the uh, firefighters can't put out and it's standing right next to a building, you see the cause and you know what the effect is going to be. But normally, normally we're too late, we see the effect and then have to work out. We're always too late, we have to work out what the cause was. Fine. I think that, I think, may be the difference between the two ways of, ex- of, of explaining the Pesukim. If you go forwards, Forward means the way we see it. Generally, we see the effect and then the cause. The effect is, we see this guy, he's not afraid. So I ask myself, my timer, why? What's the cause? Is it because he's just mad? What's the cause? So I make my investigation, and I discover that the cause is, because he's got this off in Hashem. Now, the very fact that I had to ask myself my time off, what's the reason, means that this guy, he may have the token in Hashem, but it's not clear to me that he has the token in Hashem. If you're talking about somebody who just lives with such a closeness to God that he's just all the token, that's all he is, he's just the token, then I don't really have to look for the reasons. It should be evident. That's like the, the cause should present itself straight away. That's the sort of the first madrego. But you get some people like Hillel who's the opposite way around. Hillel, that's why we bring this. Hillel is, you see the cause before the effect. You look at Hillel, and you see, I see he's got betoken. Therefore, I know full well, I know if somebody who's living on such a level of betoken, that all I see in him is betoken, by the way, that is anova. Anova, at a deeper level, means that I've got nothing but my nashon. My body, I've, I've sort of shed my, my body. I'm nothing. I'm just an Ashoma. Well, an Ashoma is a Chedek of Hashem, as it were. So, Anova means basically, I'm all, I'm all there for God. So, in which case, you see that in Hillel. So, you see the Bitochen there. You see it's real. So, in such a case, you know what the effect is going to be. That's why, that's, I, I suggest, is the difference between the two ways of explaining it. Now we can understand, Hillel, it's Dafka because of this Anova, he was able to make such a statement, Mustachani, I'm assured that this is not coming from my house. Let me explain to you what I mean by that. Shmuel Homana, he said, contrary to perhaps the, what people think, he says, you know what Bitochen is? It's a place to Emunah. Bitochen means, not just I know Hashem, 
can, let's say, a sick person, I know he can heal him. This also means I know Hashem will heal him. Now you think to yourself, well, that's, that's, well, why would that be? He says, the reason is like this. Because, if I were to ask you the, follow, the following uh, thing, just look, you, you see people, it doesn't, it doesn't heal everyone. The reason is like this. Imagine you have, I'll give you a muscle. You have somebody who is deathly ill, and the doctors have given up hope. So I ask you, look, how much money would you put down this person's going to get better? I don't think you put very much money down. But what if I were to say to you, you know what, there's a doctor who's coming to town, who's a top doctor, he's a top doctor, and he's just had, he's discovered recently a cure for this illness, 100% um, success, and he just so happens to be coming in today, and he also just so happens to be the father of this child. Would you put, your, put down your money now that he's going to get better? I think it's a pretty good uh, safe bet. And on the contrary, if this doctor comes in and he says, no, I'm not treating this child, I'm going to leave him, that would be quite a surprise. That would be a chiddush, wouldn't it? So, and this is the way I understand it, with Shmuel Homina, that's what's going on over here. If a person puts their trust in Hashem, he says, look, actually we'll, we'll discuss this in the ensuing Gomorrah about how we relate to doctors and how we relate to Hashem. But I'm talking about in the ideal sort of level of the topic, where a person, as I said, we're not, we're, nowadays things have changed, we're not living on such a level, but a person sort of says, you know what, I don't need doctors, even if I do go to doctors, I know it's all Hashem, I want Hashem to be my doctor. Then Hashem says, fine, you want me to be your doctor? I'll be your doctor. Well, Hashem is that super father, he's the super doctor, Wait, there is no cure? No problem, Rote Chodim, Hashem is Rote Chodim, the word Rote, not Rote, I mean, Bore Refuas. Bore Refuas means, Bore means Yesh doesn't exist? No problem, it'll exist in a minute, it'll exist now. So therefore you'd expect he's going to get better. That, that was Hillel. He said, not because of my righteousness. Me? I've got nothing. You may ask, by the way, you may say that we had it tomorrow earlier, somebody who is ma'ayin bitzfilose. He expects that his filler will be answered. It says, it's a terrible thing to do. Maskirin abonosim shalom, we had this tomorrow earlier. It's a terrible thing. The truth is, take a look at Rashi there. Rashi, the last words in that Rashi there, Rashi says is, you know why? Because he says, I expect my tefillos be answered. Yeah? I can't remember the exact lotion of Rashi there. But it's something along those lines. Well, if a person has that attitude, he says, you know, I'm, merit, I'm sort of, a, I'm righteous enough that I expect my tefillos to be answered. Yeah, it's on Nunhei Amadala. Right at the top there, Rashi says, you know why? Zephishes talad the kavona. He says, because I govern with kavona. Huh? Therefore, Hashem should answer my tefillos. Hashem says, well, we'll see what sort of kavona you have. Okay? But if you say to Hashem, you know what, I know I've been done with Kavon, I don't deserve it. But look, you're my father. And Hashem says, ah, it's such a case, that's Bittachon, that's true Bittachon. And it's quite a, obviously I accept it's quite a high level. But that was the level of Bittachon Hillel was living on. So now we can understand a little bit of what's going on. Now you've got such a person. We're talking about a person who's living on such a level where you look at the person and all you see on his face is Bittachon. It's all Bittachon. Such a person, he's got such a, a, a Kesha with Hashem, He's got nothing to worry about. He's the Odom HaSholim. He's the man who's complete, the opposite of the Chayte. He's complete. There's only one possible thing he's got to worry about. What's that? There's only one thing. That is... You know, if, 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 if a person's on holiday and he's having the time of his life, oh, He's having the time of his life, enjoying the reign of England, you know, really the, the, the time of his life. 
There's only one thought at that time which could sort of burst the bubble. And that is, it's going to come to an end. Or maybe. That's the only thing in this case. The guy, he's got such a cashier with Hashem, he's got nothing to worry about. There's only one thing, and that is, maybe I'm going to blow it. Maybe I'm going to, I'm going to mess it up. And I'll lose that cashier with Hashem. The others come on, after others. Yaakov Avinu said, Hashem promised me he's going to look after me, but I'm worried, Shema Yikram Achit. Maybe sin is going to cause me to do that. David Amarach said the same thing. I'm a chosid, said David Amarach. But, Lune Amanti, and the doctrine of the Lune, I trust you, Hashem, you're going to pay Sochot Sebel Atadikim, but maybe, Shema Yikram Achit, and I'll lose it. And the truth is, if you look in the David Hashem Oli, you see it. What does what we say in the David Hashem Oli? Elon Nasser, the David Hashem Oli Vishi. That's the cause first, from that David Amarach. Hashem is my light, I have the talk in Hashem. Therefore, he says, Mimi Iro, who do I have to be afraid of? And what did he say? Please, Hashem, make it all the days of my life. Don't bring this, this, so to speak, this holiday, this beautiful life, don't bring it to an end. Lune Amanti, please, Hashem, don't let threats cause it. That's what you're saying here. That is, Ashrei Odom Mafachi Thomas. Such a person is very lucky, very happy. If that's the Pachad he's got, he's going to lose it. That's Tibri Torah. Tibri Torah is what connects us to Hashem. A person is afraid, maybe he'll lose that because he'll lose the cash of Torah, maybe he'll lose that. That is quite a, quite a lucky person, quite a happy person. He's got, living in such a Madriga, he's a happy person. When who was it in the first story? Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Yeti was being followed by the, he was, had this Talmud, and he looks at him and he sees he's trembling. The Fakhi means he's trembling all over. And he says to him, you must be a sinner. Meaning, I can see it's not, I can't see the Bishofen on your face. You're obviously not this sort of guy who's got such a cash with our Kodesh Baruch Hu, that uh, your, your Pachad is because you're going to lose that Kesha. You don't have such a Kesha. Rather, it must be, because you're a Chote. You're lacking in some way, like the Maharal says. That's why you're the Pachad. Ah, that's why. That's why he quoted the Pachad. That's just, Pachad is the Sion Chachoyim. Do you remember we had the Gemara earlier, which, in fact, in the first the days, they said, you get a person who groans. Groaning is quite a bad thing to do. You know, moaning is a bad thing. It either breaks half the body or it breaks the whole body, the Gemara says. If it's just a groaning of the body, then it breaks half the body. If it's a groaning which comes from the soul as well, it's a spiritual groaning, it breaks the whole body. We spoke about at the time where, where, why you have one or the other. But, Pachat is the Tzir. Tzir is Gematria Yosef. The Ben Yoyal used it elsewhere. Yosef. This means it's an extra Pachat. This is Chatoim. It's a double fate. He's lacking both in his body and his Neshama. That's why he called him a Chatei Yitzhina. Whereas, Yehuda Bar Nosan, it doesn't say he was Pachat. Pachat means he was trembling all over, body and soul. It was an Isach, it was a groan. He sensed, he was a, as the, as the Farshim say, he was great in that Talmud. He sensed this was a groan which came from the body. It wasn't a pachad. Therefore he said to him, do you want Yisurim to come upon you? He didn't call him a chayte. Because Yisurim is suffering of the body. He said, you're damaging your body. That's why he said, Yisurim. But you want, you want, you want Yisurim to come upon you. And that sort of, I think, answers up. Yeah, I think that pretty much answers up all of those, uh, all of those questions. Next week we will uh, on Sunday we will continue on with the uh, with the uh, next bit. Have a good job.